these days there are people who are going all over the places to find out the truth, the enlightenment. And there are so many books available, so many people who talk about enlightenment. And this is only in this special age which I call as the blossom time is happening. If they are not seeking the truth, that means they are not yet evolved as they should have been. Now we are facing little children. They are the ones who are incarnations. They are the ones who are going to lead humanity into some great advancement. You are listening to some excerpts of Sri Maharaji Nimala Devi, the founder of Sahaja Yoga. Good morning and welcome to the Sahaja Yoga radio program. If you've been listening to the radio program for a while, you will, like all of us who practice Sahaja Yoga, enjoy the experience of meditation. You'll tune in each week for the same reason we attend our public programs, and that is to enjoy the silence and at times the bliss of thoughtless awareness. In the beginning, Sahaja Yoga enters our life like most other new activities we try. We slot it into our timetable, delegating it to a time that suits our convenience. With ongoing practice, however, especially in a group, we notice a change, a good change, taking place within us. Soon, this meditation thing we've begun becomes an oasis in our lives. For some people, it's a bit like applying the brakes gently on their fast-moving lives, allowing them to slow down a bit and appreciate the world around them. For others, who perhaps are not yet sure of where they fit in the world, they develop self-confidence and a sense of direction. These changes, however, this growth, is like a seedling trying to establish itself. It takes time. As we continue on this wonderful journey, we reach a point where our spirituality begins to manifest itself outwardly. Much like a small plant yearning for the light, it will eventually reach a stage of full maturity. When this happens, it unfolds its true beauty, the hidden flower within. In Sahaja Yoga, we reach a point where we want those around us, our friends, our family, to experience the joy we've experienced. This desire can extend even further, 
where we want the community we live in to reap the same benefits. It's not for us that we want this, but for them. This is what compels Sahaja Yogis to run public programs all over the country, all over the world. We still continue to meditate every day to try and go deep within, yet now we also branch outwardly to those around us so that they can experience the joy of their own self-realization. We earnestly want people to benefit from what is in fact their own God-given right. When it comes to spreading Sahaja Yoga, we say we do it voluntarily. And it, that's true, Sahaja Yoga has always been and will always be free of charge. But really, there is a reward. Seeing people's lives transform in much the same way ours has is worth more than words can explain, is beyond any price. We, as Sahaja Yogis, also know that at each of these public programs we run, we are just the hosts. Even if, if we're invited to speak to a large group of people, it's Sri Manaji, who in her own special way is the real guest of honour. And it is there, under these circumstances, that a subtle, yet perceptible magic takes place. Like candles in the darkness, a single flame can awaken many others. And as each light enlightens more, soon the veil of darkness is lifted. This is what in Sanskrit is called Satya Yuga, or put simply, in everyday language, the blossom time.
We will now offer you self-realization. This is a simple process that will take 10 to 12 minutes. In case you're tuning in for the first time, we will briefly explain what this process involves. As I'm sure you're aware, we're more than just our mind, our body and our emotions. There exists within all of us something known as a subtle body. Within this subtle body, there are seven energy centers. Each of these energy centers have their own set of unique qualities. Self-realization is when the last of these energy centers, which is placed on top of the head, is gently awakened. How is it awakened? By an inner energy known as Kundalini. This energy, this Kundalini, lies in each of us in a dormant state. It is a mothering energy. By its gentle awakening, it rises, passing through each of these uh, energy centers, including, as we said, the seventh one, which is on the crown of the head. When this happens, we're filled with peace. Our mind quietens down. The world around us seems to quieten down too. In order to experience this properly, please make sure you won't be disturbed. Sit comfortably on either the floor or on a chair. Remove any footwear. If you're sitting on a chair, keep both feet flat on the floor. When you hear the voice of Srimadji guiding you through the process, gently close your eyes. If you have a photograph of Srimadji with you, now would be a good time to place it somewhere in front of you. At our public programs, people find that by keeping their attention on the photo of Srimadji, a saint of very high caliber, their meditation is much stronger. I'll now explain the procedure so it's easier for you when listening to Srimadji. Okay, so for now you don't need to close your eyes or concentrate too much. Just follow these simple instructions so that the actual process of self-realization runs more smoothly. Okay, let's put both of our hands down on our knees or just down on our um, legs but with the palms facing upwards. During this whole process we will leave the left hand where it is. It's only the right hand that we will need to use. To begin with, place your right hand on your heart. Not on the center of your chest, but on the left. Okay, remember this is not the self-realization just yet. We're just getting familiar with how the process works. Now move your right hand down to just beneath your ribcage on the left side. Now you can move your right hand down to your left hip. Not quite on the bone, but near it. Now we'll move the right hand back up again to where it was on the left side just under the ribcage. Now let's move it back up to the heart again on the left. Now we're going to put our right hand on our shoulder on the left side now where the neck and the shoulder meet and you can turn your head slightly to the right. Now let's put our right hand on the back of our head.
you can let your head fall back slightly into your hand. Now we'll put our hand on our forehead. This time, let's lean slightly into our hands. And lastly, we'll spread our right hand, placing the palm on top of our head. And you can rotate it just a bit in a clockwise direction. Alright, so those are the actions we'll be performing when we go through the self-realization process. I'll also be joining in. So let's listen to Sri Manaji together. As she takes us through the various steps, she'll ask us to repeat some statements or some affirmations. So when this happens, we keep our eyes closed. We will do, we'll be putting our hands on the various places that we've just done. And we can repeat these affirmations that she's going to ask us to say within ourselves. And we'll be addressing our own personal energy our own personal kundalini energy, which we're going to call Mother. Please close your eyes, not very tightly, and till I tell you, please don't open your eyes. Please put your right hand on your heart. Here, you have to ask me a very fundamental question about yourself. Three questions, three times. Three times you have to ask. You can call me Mother or you can call me Sri Mataji, whatever you like. So ask a question, Mother, am I the Spirit? Please ask this question in your heart three times. Mother, am I the Spirit? You are the Spirit, then you are your Master. So now please take your right hand on top of your center, which is placed in the upper portion of your abdomen, on the left hand side. Now press it there and ask another fundamental question, Mother, Am I my own master? Ask this question three times. Mother, am I my own master? Ask this question three times. I have already told you that I respect your freedom and I cannot force pure divine knowledge on you. You have to ask for it. So take your right hand in the low portion of your abdomen on the left hand side and here you have to ask six times because this center has got six petals. <coughs> Mother, please give me pure divine knowledge. Ask six times, Mother, please 
give me pure divine knowledge as soon as you ask this question the kundalini starts rising so now we have to nourish the higher centers with our self confidence raise your right hand in the upper portion of your abdomen on the left hand side <coughs> here you have to say with full self confidence Ten times, Mother, I am my own master. Please say this ten times with full confidence. <coughs> I have already told you. at the very outset that you are not this body this mind these emotions this intelligence this ego and conditionings but you are the pure spirit so now raise your right hand on the left hand side on your heart and here you have to say with full confidence again 12 times mother I am the pure spirit mother i am the pure spirit please say this 12 times <coughs> i have told you that this all pervading power is the ocean of knowledge ocean of compassion ocean of bliss but above all it is the ocean of forgiveness and whatever mistakes you have committed can be easily dissolved by it so please forgive yourself and put your right hand in the corner of your neck and your shoulder and turn your head to your right here you have to say again with full confidence 16 times Mother I am not guilty at all please say this Mother I am not guilty at all please say it 16 times <coughs> I have already explained that whether you forgive or you don't forgive you don't do anything <clears throat> but if you don't forgive then you play into wrong hands and at this moment specially you should forgive so that this agya chakra which is a very constricted center will open out so here now you put your right hand on top of your forehead and put it down put it down put down your head please here you have to say <coughs> not how many times but from your heart you have to say mother i forgive everyone and don't think about the people you may have to forgive just say 
Mother, I forgive everyone in general. Don't think about them. I find this is the most constricted center here. Please, please forgive, otherwise you'll miss the point. From your heart, just say. All right. Now please take your right hand on the back side of your head and push back your head. This is the center where you have to ask forgiveness from the Divine Power, without feeling guilty, without counting your mistakes, just for your satisfaction. So here you say again from the heart, not how many times, O Divine Power, please forgive me if I have done anything wrong, knowingly or unknowingly. O Divine Power, please forgive me if I have done anything wrong, knowingly or unknowingly. Say it from your heart, not how many times is not the point. Now, stretch your palm fully and put it, the center of your palm, on the fontanelle bone area, which was a soft bone in your childhood. Now press back your fingers as far as possible. And with the pressure, move your scalp. But before doing that, please put down your head. Now here, <coughs> again, I cannot force self-realization on you. You have to ask for it. So move your hand so that you move the scalp well with a pressure, saying seven times, Mother, please give me self-realization. Move it clockwise, slowly. Push back your fingers, push back your fingers. Now take down your hands and slowly open your eyes, please. Now put both the hands towards me like this, like that. Now please put down your head and see for yourself with the with the left hand first. See with the left hand if there's a cool or a hot breeze coming out of your fontanel bone area. It may be very close to your head, but it should, should be above, not on top. Your hand should be above. Please bend your head. Or some people get it very far also. Whichever way you move your hand and see for yourself. Now, please put the left hand towards me. You have to bend your head, otherwise it doesn't show well. Please put the left hand towards me and put down your head and see if there's a cool or a hot breeze-like sensation or energy coming out of your head. Just see yourself. Put down your head, put down, otherwise you won't feel it. Now please put the right hand, again 
If you have not forgiven, it would be very hot. So please forgive. Now bend your head again and forgive. And see if there's a cool breeze or a hot breeze coming out of your fontanel bone area. Keep our eyes closed for just a couple more minutes. We'll keep our attention on top of the head gently. If any thoughts come in, we can say gently within ourselves, not this thought, not this thought, and then bring our attention back to the top of the head.
We'll now listen to a speech from Manaji gave in Vancouver, Canada, in 1994. If you like, you can use this time to meditate even further. It's always great to listen to Shumanaji's talks. It's even better to meditate on them. If you like, keep your attention on top of the head while listening. You can also close your eyes. You'll find by doing this that the mind doesn't crop up with its silly objections like it sometimes can. By keeping the attention on top of the head, on the seventh energy center, our mind quietens down. This way, her words, which are in fact mantras, will work on you in a stronger way. I bow to all the seekers of truth. At the very outset, we have to know that truth is what it is. You cannot change it, you cannot describe it. Unfortunately, at this human awareness, you cannot know it. <coughs> Whatever I am going to tell you today, please do not accept it blindfolded. We have had lots of problems with this blindfolded faith so far. So, best is to keep your mind open like scientist and treat my talk as a hypothesis and if you find it that what I am say, saying can be proved, then you must accept it because it is for your benevolence, it is for the benevolence of your family, it is for the benevolence of your city, benevolence of your country, the benevolence of the whole world. So what is the truth? The truth is <coughs> that you are not this body, this mind, this intellect, these emotions, this ego or your conditionings, but you are the pure spirit. The second truth is that we see such beautiful flowers here and we take them for granted. If you think about it, it is a miracle. And if you ask the doctor who runs your heart, he will say, it's an autonomous nervous system. But if you ask the doctor, who is this auto, he won't be able to tell you. <coughs> Science itself has its own limitation. For example, it is amoral. Secondly, science cannot answer many fundamental questions. For example, we don't know why are we on this earth. We don't know why did we evolve to the human state. And science cannot tell you why are we here. This question can be only answered if your awareness is raised to a higher state. In the evolutionary process, you have become human beings. But you don't know 
the absolute truth. That's why we have so many theories, so many quarrels, so many fights, amounting to warlike atmosphere. But somehow if you know the absolute truth, then all of you will know the same. There cannot be any argument, fights or the question of, of war doesn't arise with such people. <clears throat> what is most important for us to know that most of the world problems come from human beings and all of the human problems come from the problems of these centers, subtle centers of energy which are within us. These subtle centers of energy which are within us are responsible for our physical, mental, emotional, also financial. Above all, the spiritual problem. The spiritual problem is very obvious nowadays. This is a special time when it is said that people will be seeking the truth. In the ancient books in India, Bhrugamuni has described exactly when Sahaja Yoga will start and how the people would be seeking the truth and how their Kundalini will be awakened and how they will achieve the state of Self-knowledge. We have William Blake, a great poet from England about hundred years back, he said that at this time men of God will be born and they will get their divinity and they'll make others also divine. We have Rabindranath Tagore in India who has also described C.S. Lewis also has described, so many people have described about Sahaja Yoga. That this is the special time. I call it the blossom time because there are so many beautiful flowers about to become the fruits. But it is also called in the Qur'an as Qiyama. <coughs> Muhammad Sahib has said that at this time your hands will speak and they'll give witness against you, means in your hands you will feel your centers and they will tell you what's wrong with you. Mo apart from that Guru Nanaka has described beautifully about this time, how what will happen and how this miracle of transformation of human beings will take place. In the Bible we have the last judgment. Whatever we read, <coughs> we think by reading we'll achieve higher life is a misconception. There's a poet 
कॉल कबीरा इन इंडिया हु सेड पढ़ी पढ़ी पंडित मूरख भय बाई रीडिंग टू मच इवन द लर्नेड है आई कुंट अंडरस्टैंड हाउ द पीपल हु हैव रेड टू मच कैन बिकम स्टूपिड बट नाउ आई मीट सो मेनी ऑफ दैम नथिंग गोज इन टू दैर हैड बिकॉज दे हैव लर्न सर्टन थिंग्स दे आर गोइंग ऑन the other day i met the lead gentleman the head of the new york hari rama hari krishna he came to me i said why are you wearing this dhoti in this country it's such a cold country what is the need to wear a dhoti here he said my guru has told me that this is the initiation you wear the dhoti i said by wearing dhoti are you going to go to something higher Yes, my guru told. In our country, everybody wears a dhoti, and all the time they talk of Hari Ram or Hari Krishna. Are they all going to go to heavens? He said, "See, you are talking against my guru. I can't bear it." He said, "I am not talking against your guru, but I am a mother. I have to tell you the truth. This way, you are bound now to this kind of a stupid austerity." in a place like new york where the temperature is below zero you are wearing a dhoti i as a mother i don't want you to wear it it's nonsense that's all i'm telling you what is the need to wear the dhoti the dhoti is of no use because i've seen these people dancing in oxford street and the whole dhoti everything falls down because they don't know how to wear it this is not the way you feel spiritual it's not outside it is inside within yourself it has to happen within yourself it cannot happen outside by changing dresses i said you are like hippies because you think by changing the dress you are going to achieve something he says but we don't drink we don't smoke i said sajogis also don't drink and don't smoke but it's not compulsory for them automatically they have given up so so how it has happened it has happened like this <coughs> that supposing i am very obstinate like a hare rama hare krishna suppose i am holding on to a snake and you tell me that see there's a snake in your hand and it's darkness i can't see so i will say no is there's no snake this is a rope the snake bites me i'll go on holding on to that snake but supposing there is little light immediately i'll see the snake moving i'll throw it away it's like this unless and until you have enlightenment you cannot achieve self realization that is both are just the same enlightenment means self realization now they said about the bhakti means devotion we pray to god we are praying to god there are many people who pray to god also like that i have seen i was born myself in a christian family and i was surprised they would just very materialistic people praying to god oh god give me a son uh give me money give me this give me that as if the god is in their pocket it goes on like this you are not yet connected to the divine unless until you are connected to god what are you asking it is very down to earth understanding that if you do not have 
connection in your telephone. Whom are you telephoning? On the contrary, your telephone may get out of order. If not that, if not that, you will go mad, absolutely. Because like mad they are singing, like mad they are moving about. This is sheer madness, wasting a beautiful life for which you have come to achieve your ascent. Hopefully you enjoy listening to the Sahaja Yoga radio program. While it's great to tune in and experience meditation along with others, each in their own homes, it's even better when it's in a group at one of the many weekly programs. In a couple of minutes, we'll give you some contact information so you can seek out your nearest public program. Remember, they are always completely free of charge. For now, let's listen to a poem by Khalil Gibran. It's called On Children. 
a beautiful poem about God's potential manifesting itself through the children of tomorrow. The poem is read by the American actor James Earl Jones. A woman who held a babe against her bosom said, Speak to us of children. And he said, Your children are not your children. They are the sons and daughters of life's longing for itself. They come through you, but not from you. And though they are with you, yet they belong not to you. You may give them your love, but not your thoughts, for they have their own thoughts. You may house their bodies, but not their souls, for their souls dwell in the house of tomorrow, which you cannot visit, not even in your dreams. You may strive to be like them, but seek not to make them like you, for life goes not backward, nor tarries with yesterday. You are the bows from which your children as living arrows are sent forth. The archer sees the mark upon the path of the infinite, and he bends you with his might that his arrows may go swift and far. Let your bending in the archer's hand be for gladness, for even as he loves the arrow that flies, so he loves also the bow that is stable. Find out how to deepen your meditation experience at one of our collective Sahaja Yoga programs. Practical sessions are held each week at locations around Australia. To find out what's happening in your local area, call 1300 724 252. That's 1300 724 252. Or visit us at www.freemeditation.com. That's freemeditation.com. That concludes the radio program for this week. Until next time, have a great week and have some very enjoyable meditations. <laughs>